Hey again, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, pastor here at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. Today in our devotional journey through the New Testament, we are in John chapter 9, which is a just a wonderful story of a man who is born blind. It's a story of Jesus healing him and then caring for him. It's a story of the religious leaders really um, kind of opposing Jesus and the works of Jesus. But, but in this, there is a section that really is about the, the providence of God, the sovereignty of God, about God's uh, sovereign rule and reign, even over, even over the hardships, even over the difficulties, even over the moments that are frustrating and painful <clears throat> and, and, and that feel wrong in our life. And so while there's a grand story happening in all of chapter nine, I want to look at just the first three verses and in that, I want to talk about some of the significance for our lives as we live this, this ancient way for our modern day. And so if you haven't turned already, John chapter 9, verses 1 through 3, here's how the text begins. It says, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. Now, this isn't a man who had some accident as an adult and lost his vision. This is not a man who spent most of his life seeing and then something happened and then he lost his vision and he became blind. Instead, this is someone who, uh, from infancy, he was, he was blind from birth. It says, and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Now, common thinking would be if there is a physical ailment, if there's something wrong with a person, then clearly it's because of someone and their sin. This is assigning uh, illness to direct sin. So is it this man's sin, like is it, while he's in the womb, or is it his parents' sin that is the, the reason that this man is born blind? And Jesus gives an incredible answer. Verse 3, Jesus answered, It is not that this man sinned or his parents' but that the works of God might be displayed in him. See, Jesus here, uh, there, there's a few theological things that we learn as Jesus gives this insightful response. And, and the first thing we see is that every illness that we see is not directly resulted to an individual's uh, sin and rebellion. Now, illness exists. Death exists because sin has entered the world. We lived in a broken and depraved world. We live in a world where all creation is yearning and groaning for redemption, for wholeness, for healing. That has not happened yet. And so we, we are left to live in a world that is broken, that, that deals with illness, that sin, the, the grand scope of sin, cosmic sin is, is the source of. We have cancer we have the common cold we have sickness we have all we have natural disasters all of that exists not because you know you're not sick because you have sinned and this is a directly result now can god do that yeah yeah that actually the scripture speaks to that in other places uh yet the the, the point we're making here the point that jesus helps us understand it's not because of this man his parents sin or this man he sinned in the womb or or something like that that is the reason for his blindness. Instead, there is a greater reason. There's a there's a, a grander narrative. There's a bigger story happening than the fact that this man is born blind. Jesus says, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. See, Jesus is going to end up healing this man. Something unheard of. 
a man born blind has received his sight. This is a, this is not just a miracle. This is a sign that points to Jesus as the divine Son of God who rules and reigns over all things and is able to take someone who is born blind and heal him. This points to who Jesus is in his identity, but this is a display of the works of God. The works of God. Now, what does this mean for us in our lives? This means that when we're going through calamity, when we're going through tragedy, when we're going through sickness and ailment, when we have infirmity, when we are, when we are uh, facing cancer or hardship, we don't just automatically say, okay, well, there must be sin here. You have a friend going through something difficult and you don't just go to him like Job's friends and say, what's your sin? It actually, we, we, we go even further back and we say, what is God doing? How is God using the, the evil that exists in this world, the brokenness that exists in this world? How is he using this to show him his glory and ultimately to show his son, Jesus? the perfect sinless savior who is the ultimate healer in christ we will find ultimate healing for all of our sickness in in when we receive this eternal resurrected body in christ we receive we receive ultimate healing uh, for all of our sin that we've committed as we are forgiven in his gospel and we we have our sin removed and we are cleansed of it completely see this is ultimately a a, a sign that points to jesus this means when we go through difficulties in our life, we ultimately say, what is God doing even in my hardship? You know, this is our ancient way for our modern day. This is the ancient way that we must consider right now. I don't know what you're experiencing right now. Are you experiencing a health issue? Is there a sickness in your life or in the life of a loved one? Are you experiencing... Um, incredible drama and tension in your family relationships? Are you experiencing heartache as people around you are making choices that are not in line with God? Listen, whatever you're experiencing right now, there is a there is a real need, there is a real hurt, there is a real heartache. Don't don't discredit that at all. Jesus, he he understands that and he's there for you in that. But we also we we must learn to step back and say, how is God at work? In the big picture, even in our pain, even in our sickness, even in our sorrow. Brother and sister in Christ, if you and I, if we grow in our ability to do that, to trust God in the big picture, to trust his providence over all of history, over all of creation, if we can do that, we can trust him over with all of our life. We can look for him to be faithful even in hardship. This is our ancient way for our modern day, for you and I to just stop and consider that God is faithful even in the pain, even in the sorrow, even in the sickness, even in blindness, even in infirmity. He, he is faithful.